The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Women's Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericawomen.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management. Welcome to Infinitely Powerful Women with your host, Dr. Julianne Blake. Did you know you can be truly amazing and get everything done without caffeine or artificial energy? When you know the powerful person you are, you can enjoy true happiness, real results, and live in joy. Now, here is Dr. Julianne Blake. Hello, welcome to Infinitely Powerful Women. This is my weekly show. And it's just designed to give you techniques, tips, methods, and excitement and encouragement to be as powerful as you can be. Because I really believe that we're all able to live our full potential and express what's deep in our soul the best we possibly can. I'm going to start with just uh, telling you I'm very excited about my guest today, Dr. Anita Jackson, and um, uh, I will introduce you in a minute, but let me just say hello right now. Anita, welcome to the show. Oh, Dr. Julia, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for the welcome. Oh, you're welcome. Let me tell you like a bit about me first, and then I will um, introduce Dr. Anita. I um, I'm not a medical doctor. I'm a psychologist, a counselor, and a coach. I've worked in the health and counseling women, women with cancer for many years, and a lot of them got well without any chemotherapy. Um, I work with everybody, though, and every person's way is different. And now I'm moving more into business because I believe the power of our minds to heal our bodies can also deal with stress and pressure and obstacles of every kind. So I'm for freedom, and I want to share that with you. And I invited Dr. Anita because I am so excited about her. Because, well, let me just tell you a little bit about her. Um, Dr. Anita Jackson has an undeniable passion to empower all women to boldly declare, I am enough. You know, to me, that's the bottom line. That's the foundation of our psychology and our self-esteem and our self-worth. And I just think it's fabulous that she has named a book that. She mentors people to unapologetically pursue outrageous success. Doesn't that turn you on? It does me. This deep intention has led Dr. Anita on a self-transforming journey to reinvent herself and caused her to quickly become a key speaker, leader, and success coach to women in the feminine empowerment and entrepreneurial movement. Dr. Anita is founder and CEO of AMJ Productions, powerhouse promoter of transformational leaders through online media. That includes radio, TV, custom magazines, and books. She does publishing. She is senior executive producer of Outrageous Success Women's Network Channel. And they were rated number two on Voice America TV. So she's a powerhouse. She's publisher of international online I Am Enough magazine and the forthcoming lifestyle luxury Unlimited Woman magazine. And she's number one best-selling author of two books. But Dr. Anita loves being a woman and strongly believes women are amazing, powerful, divine gifts to human existence. So with that, oh my goodness, I'm so excited to have you, Dr. Anita. 
Oh, Dr. Julianne, again, I'm so excited. You know, it's really interesting when you hear someone else read <laughs> your bio, you're like, wow, I did all that stuff, really? Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's pretty it's exciting. <laughs> I know. I just want to laugh, cry, and jump up and down shouting. <laughs> I'm it, it so excited. It has definitely come with this journey. It's definitely come with this journey. Well, let me start by asking you about the I am enough stuff because, you know, honestly, to me, um, I've been a psychologist for many, many years. I've worked with a lot of people on very deep stuff like life-threatening illness. And to me, it just seems I am enough is like the cornerstone of really believing in ourselves, our worth, our worthiness to heal, to be to be wealthy, to be loved, you know, everything that matters. Um, and so to see you uh, you start a, write a book and start a movement with that title, just like I just, my jaw dropped. I'm like, oh, my God, this person's got the secret. <laughs> so, well, yeah. Thank you. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you, you know, like yourself, I do have a background in mental health as well. I was a marriage and family therapist for... 25 years, and Mm. a part of that 25, I was also an organizational psychologist. So I I have the information, the knowledge, the expertise in working with different types of challenges. You know, I worked mostly with women. And what I noticed in working with women, I have worked with men as well, but they really struggled with this concept of I'm not enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not thin enough. Mm -hmm. And um, it really was my own journey, my own story. Um, despite all the successes and the things that I've accomplished, people don't realize that behind all that, which is what I stated earlier, I have a journey that comes along with that, mm-hmm. is this journey includes, you know, a child who was born sickly. I grew up in a domestic violent home. Um, I experienced my own, you know, childhood sexual abuse challenges um, where mm-hmm. I was abused as a child, um, dealt with depression, you know, as a teenager was miserable and had made three attempts, suicidal attempts on my life. So I know what it means to feel as if you're not good enough. You know, and then being an African-American woman, you know, thinking I'm not pretty enough, I'm not tall enough, I'm bombarded with all these different types of messages that indirectly stated something was wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm not good enough. And so I had to go through my own journey of really learning what I'm enough meant. And I have to admit, to really give credit to how this message came forward, it came forward late in life for me. Um, The message of I'm enough really didn't start to take feet, if you will, in my life until, gosh, about, what is it, 12, 12, maybe 13 years ago, when Uh I was teaching at Cal Poly Pomona University. So a shout out to them. <laughs> and right. that's my alumni and I always I also work there. And while there I led quite a few um in service workshops and so one of my workshops was on I am enough. That was my most popular workshop that I've ever done. Typically mm. when you're offering some sort of a workshop on campus, um, you get about ten, fifteen and you know, I'm pretty extroverted, so I would draw maybe fifteen to twenty five students. Mm-hmm. That particular workshop we had 87 students showed up. So wow. it just obviously the idea of I am enough hit a huge nerve on campus. And of course, that caught my attention to say that yeah. I really need to study this. And, and if this is affecting our youth, and I just thought it was my own personal issue, I'm seeing that it's affecting our youth and it's definitely affecting women. And we are bombarded with so many different types of messages from media, from movies, from fashion that tells us that if we don't look a certain way, if we don't act a certain way, if we don't have certain things, then something's wrong. And that's really how the message came forward. Oh, you know what? That's so exciting because, you know, it took me years of working with a lot of different women on a lot of different kinds of issues to realize exactly what you're saying. Every single one of them had some base core underneath everything else of they're afraid they can't this or they're not sure they can that or somebody or they you know don't want to be hurt but underneath all of that was like this cornerstone foundation of I'm not enough I'm not pretty enough I'm not smart enough I'm not thin enough tall enough short enough whatever enough you know and um, 
and you know, I just realized it's really funny. Like our, um, it it's not funny, funny, but it's it's just stunning, actually, to me that mm-hmm. that we all have this like little shrinking violet that is afraid that we're just not worthy and we don't deserve to be really loved, to receive, you know, the income we want, to be taken care of, and to, um, you know, to be healthy and happy. It's, it's and such a cornerstone. We were designed, and yet we were designed spiritually, energetically, biologically as amazing human beings. And in that creation, we are more than enough. But because we don't understand our worth and our value from our spiritual, biological, or spiritual, energetic, biological perspective, we really don't understand the power of that. It's hard for us to believe that we are enough just in that part of who we are as human beings and as spiritual beings. It's true. It's this. It's really the spiritual, like, uh, dilemma in a way, really, to recognize that we really are divine, and in divineness, we're totally enough. When we can really get there, we we know we're enough, and it's not it is it's not sort of a mental argument anymore, um, and it's not something anybody else's opinion matters about anymore. It's just the truth, and that's a very deep recognition and acceptance. That's very beautiful to me. That's so healing. It's really the bottom line of healing in my experience. Absolutely. Absolutely. Boy, so how do you um, use it at this time? I know you have a new book, and that's the title, is it not? No, actually, I, I don't have a book by that title yet. We are working on creating an anthology that talks about I Am Enough. The The whole I Am Enough Institute side... Um, Long story made short in the few seconds that I've got left is to, <laughs> it started really at the I'm Enough, at, like I said, Cal Poly Pomona University, and then from there we created the I'm Enough magazine, and the intention is, I have such a heart's desire to really support young women in not going through the challenges that we more mature women have already gone through because mm-hmm. of this concept of not feeling good enough. So we're refocusing the whole concept of the IMNF Institute and the IMNF Magazine and really focusing it on college women. We're actually working with a university right now, Cal Poly Pomona more specifically, and a few other colleges in creating um, an actual movement on college campuses by launching the new IMNF Magazine will be now geared towards college women. And we've created a mentorship program that we're going to be launching on the campus as well. And um, mm. we're working on creating a Young Women's I'm Enough TV show. So uh, quite a few things that we're working on to really support our young women in knowing what I'm Enough means and, and what, what are the guideposts, if you will, that will support them in developing this I Am Enough way of being, living, believing, thinking, feeling, and doing so that they can not only change themselves, but they can change their community, their family, their community, and the world. Oh, my goodness. You know what? That is so exciting. I want to be part of it. But for a minute, we're going to break for a couple of minutes. And I'd love to leave them with, you know, an affirmation or something that they could do for a couple of minutes while we're while we're gone for the break. Um, Is there anything? I've got a good one. Oh, absolutely. So here's probably one of my favorite ways to really implement I'm enough into your body. So if all of you would be willing to stand up and Stand with your feet about shoulder length apart so that they're, you're leveled and balanced. <clears throat> and then you're going to put your um, hands on your hips. You're going to open up your chest. You're going to hold your head up. You're going to take a really deep breath in. And then almost as if you're in a Superman pose or a Superwoman pose. And then you're going to say, I am enough. And when you do that over and over again, it actually triggers something in the brain to start creating a new neurological pathway on that particular statement because your whole body is now aligned in a very powerful, strong position. So all the chemicals, all the neurons in your body shift because it's now feeling empowered. And as you're making the statement, I am enough, the neurological pathway changes that thought pattern. 
That's fabulous. So we're going to leave you with that for a couple minutes and come back for more. This is the Voice America Women's Channel, where your success is limitless. Tune in to Patricia Raskin Positive Living on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This program brings you practical and inspiring principles for living a more authentic, engaging, and passionate life. Patricia's guests will give you a formula for connecting, giving, forgiving, and miraculous living. So tune in and call in to Patricia Raskin Positive Living Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. It's practical, positive solutions for a happy, empowered, and successful life. Marsh Engel Radio is the place for asking the big questions at the center of your success. From ways to fire up a lifestyle of your dreams to the most awe-inspired ideas to launch your entrepreneurial destiny, Marsh Engel Radio is designed to shake up the ordinary, catapult your creativity, and give focus to your passions. Marsh has helped thousands, and she's ready to help you, too. Tune in every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are tuned in to Infinitely Powerful Women with Dr. Julianne Blake. We'd love to hear from you on the program today. Just email your quick questions to Julianne at ChooseJoyAnyway.com. That's J-U-L-I-A-N-N-E at ChooseJoyAnyway.com. Now back to Infinitely Powerful Women. Welcome back. How do you feel like Superwoman now? It's very strengthening to stand in a Superwoman pose, just out, hands on hips and um, legs shoulder width apart. I love it. Um, So I'm going to come back to Dr. Anita and just ask if you would say a little bit more about what you're offering to the college women and uh, all the other people who are coming through the Institute and into your program to empower. Um Thank you. So, like I said, the IONF Institute has been going through a little bit of a transition as, you know, I've worked on college campuses pretty much my entire career, and that has been my passion, working with young women who are looking, they are so hungry for role models, for women that they can emulate, for women that they Mm -hmm. can really deeply connect to and helping them know that they are enough, because they also recognize that they are bombarded with different types of messages, but because it there's this idea, um, a false one at that, that they can't be vulnerable, that they can't take down their masks mm-hmm. to really share their own hearts and their thoughts and their feelings, and because and because of that, they're holding on to these false truths, these these truths that say, what I call false truths is there's a part of it that says, I'm a woman. We know that that's true, but I'm not a beautiful woman. So that's now is a false truth. (laughs) So it's like, no, you are beautiful. Does that make sense? I am a woman, but I'm not smart. I'm like, no, you're a woman and you are smart, but somehow you believed in a lie. And so now it's become a false truth. Yes. Oh, yes. You know what? That's so part of our culture, too, to not be vulnerable. Yes, it is. Don't cry in public. Don't be too real. Right. Because people will judge you. What You know, but people, unless you are real, they're judging you anyway. That's right. <laughs> you might as well and, be judged for who you truly are because, really, there's nothing, there's nothing that can hurt you then. Well, I'll tell you from a, kind of a personal, you know, story, being very transparent here, um, yeah. I'm very grateful for what I have gone through in my life and the, the background that I come from and the way I was raised in my family. Despite the fact that I was raised with a lot of limitations and a lot of expectations and rules and 
what that did was here's a child who's, you know, designed with a very big personality and who needs to be a celebrity. Not not like a celebrity in Hollywood, but I just have a really big personality and I like to be, you know, seen, heard, and celebrated. And I, but I didn't realize that because I grew up in an environment that said, no, 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 you don't do that. And I also grew up in a culture, you know, as African Americans, even now our country is going through that where we're seeing that as an African-American person, you can't fully be expressed or experienced in who you are because there's danger there. There's, there's a yeah, potential of you yeah. being hurt or killed. So yes. that part of me shut down. I had to shut down my big personality and just follow the mm. rules in order to feel safe. And as you and I know, yeah. safety is a huge issue as a part of our human development and our psyche yes. and our overall sense of being. Yes. So for me to feel safe, I shut down. But in shutting myself down um, and not knowing that I was enough in my personality and my talent and my gifts and my quirkiness and my ADHD, because I am diagnosed with ADHD, uh-huh. um, with all that stuff, um, I was made to feel wrong and not good enough. So I shut yes. it down. But I doing that, I was miserable, which is what led to overeating, body image issues, um, depression, and suicidal attempts, alcoholism, you name it, I've done it. <laughs> oh, my and, goodness. <laughs> and most people look at me and don't know that that's the journey that I've come from. And I say that because that, when I'm working with these young women, they have these masks that make them feel that they have to look a certain way, but yet they're yeah. hurting on the inside. They're broken on the inside. Absolutely. They're lonely. Oh. They're empty. And yes. I just like, I refuse to let you continue to live your life on this lie. I refuse it. So that's how the I'm Enough you know, program developed. So I got laid off from Cal Poly Pomona, and that was the best thing that ever happened to me because it really put me on a new path of discovery for myself. Oh, I and, love and that you say that. I do. It, it was hell going through it. Let me be very honest. I hated yes. it, and I wanted to punch a few people out. I'm not a violent person, <laughs> but at that point, I was like, good grief. I wanted to rah. But, I love um, that about you. I just love it. You're feisty, baby. You're, you're I, I'm a go-getter. <laughs> yes, exactly. But so, see, I love that the- about you. I'm attracted to that because that's your strength. I mean, and you, your yes. vulnerability is right there because right now you're telling your whole truth. You're totally putting it out there. And then you can afford to be quirky, powerful, whatever it is, right. strong. And, you know, right. it's incredibly attractive. And I just love that about you. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Well, that's what I'm hoping to ignite in other women, is to say your story does not define you. You define who you are. No one else has the right to tell you what you can or cannot do, who you can or cannot be. Mm-hmm. And when I finally owned that for myself, when I finally made a decision, that word decision actually means to reach a definite conclusion. So when I made the conclusion on the inside for me that I'm miserable living according to someone else's expectations and um, requirements of me, I'm unhappy, I'm depressed, I'm fat, I'm broke because I'm following everybody else's rules, I choose to no longer do that. I'm going to follow my own rules. What makes me feel good enough for me? And then from yeah. there, as I fill up, I can actually support and give to others at a much more authentic and empowering and a real kind of way that brings about healing and transformation. And that's when everything started to change. So it's almost to the point where you have to say, I'm enough because I say that. Now, remember, I'll give a little tidbit here. Everything after the word I am uh-huh. whether positive or negative, becomes the truth. So now you have to decide what comes after I am. I choose mm-hmm. to say I am enough. Oh, wow. You know what? I love that because it's the most empowering thing there is in the world. I'm, I actually am, um, have been involved with using affirmations for health, strength, success, um, for many, many years, and I have, I teach a lot about how to empower your affirmations. So I do know that that I am is the basic, most powerful statement we have, and we get to create the ending. And so I love that you teach that. It's it's so so powerful. Um, and I 
Oh, let's let's offer that right now as a chance for people to make some um, some other affirmations. I am enough. I think is like the critical one that we start with. But what if they want to add a couple? Can we do that with them right now? Well, what I'd like to do actually is kind of add on to that statement of I am enough. And what yeah. I typically see when we do, if I'm focusing on I am enough, we say at the I am enough Institute, so at the Institute we say, I am enough, always have been, always will be. Oh, beautiful. I beautiful. am enough, always have been, always will be. And if that becomes the declaration, then that becomes true. Yes. I like, I sometimes add, I am enough, and it's easy and fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and I can love everything that I'm doing. And, you know, I find for myself, the more love I put into it, the more nourishing it is and the more energizing it is because I'm teaching endless energy now and how we don't have to do the things that drain us or do them in a way that drains us. We can actually do things that will energize us and give us fuel. Absolutely. Oh, One of the I Am Enough um, guideposts, so there are certain steps that, you know, I have identified that if you do them in order, if you're focusing on them in order, they really do help develop the I'm enough mindset and belief system for your life. So self-love is one of the steps, actually it's step number three, guidepost number three, Mm -hmm. to really mastering the, the concept of I am enough. So I love what you're saying. That's fantastic. Oh, good. Let's go into that for a moment. Um, um, so how would you, I know it's step number three, so there's some foundation missing, but if we want to <laughs> claim that, um, is, there, is there a short step that women listening today can go deeper into claiming their, their love nature? Absolutely. So actually it's step number four. I, I misspoke. It's not step number three, step number four. So the <laughs> other three guidepost, if you will, to help you developing I'm Enough, is you actually mentioned it earlier, Dr. Julianne, and that is self-awareness. <clears throat> really becoming aware of where you are, what you have gone through, and, and looking at it not from a place of judgment or mm-hmm. criticism or shame or guilt. And real quickly, this yeah. is one of my soapbox. I hate the word guilt. can't stand it. Because nine times out of ten, most people have the wrong understanding of what guilt is. Guilt, so you'll know, the definition is actually a feeling from committing a moral wrong. That's the definition for guilt. What I usually say was, I feel so guilty. I'm like, well, here's the definition. So did you commit a moral wrong? No, I didn't. So what you're feeling is not necessarily guilt. You're feeling shame. And that shame, nine times out of ten... That shame was placed on you, and you took it as your own. So it means it belongs to somebody else, and you have to release it. And nine times out of ten, who placed it upon you was society. Uh, The the different messages that we've heard over the years made us believe we're wrong for dot, dot, dot. And I feel guilty when I take time for myself. Why? (laughs) Where is that coming from? Who said that to you? Why are you so guilty? So it's shame. Oh, so anyway, self-awareness beautiful. is the number one key. I love that. So that is like a, a very, very short way to move ourselves out of shame and guilt. And I'm thrilled that you offered that as a tip. And we're going on break again for a couple minutes. But let me tell you what you could do while we're on break. There's a gift that Dr. Anita has offered. Um, it's a chapter from her new best-selling book. Becoming Outrageously Successful, A Woman's Guide to Finding Her Purpose, Fueling Passion, and Unlocking Her Prosperity. And you can get this gift by going to choosejoyanyway.com forward slash radio dash gifts. So choosejoyanyway.com forward slash radio dash gifts. And come back for more. We'll be back in a couple minutes. 
Voice America Women's Channel. What makes great leaders? Results? A lasting legacy? Is it making a difference in your life or maybe the lives of others? I lead. The Leadership Connection with host Dr. Linda Sharkey will bring you the practical tips and tools to make you an extraordinary leader and by doing so, build a better, more successful, and more profitable organization. Our show is all about you, the leader that you can be, and the culture that you can create. Tune in to I Lead, The Leadership Connection, live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Business Channel. Are you ready to move to your next level? Listen for Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with host Rebecca Hall Greider. Each show will focus on a central topic with discussion, guests, and your questions being featured. Our show is perfect for women who feel a call in their heart to step out in a bigger, more powerful way in their life and just need some encouragement, inspiration, and practical steps to support them on their journey. Empowering Women, Transforming Lives can be heard live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. And join us for a replay of the show on Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are tuned in to Infinitely Powerful Women with Dr. Julianne Blake. We'd love to hear from you on the program today. Just email your quick questions to Julianne at ChooseJoyAnyway.com. That's J-U-L-I-A-N-N-E at ChooseJoyAnyway.com. Now back to Infinitely Powerful Women. Welcome back. I'm here again, and just as we were closing... I offered the opportunity to get Dr. Anita's gift, a chapter from her best-selling book, uh, Becoming Outrageously Successful, A Woman's Guide to Finding Her Purpose, Fueling Passion, and Unlocking Her Prosperity, which you can get at choosejoyanyway.com forward slash radio dash gifts, choosejoyanyway.com forward slash radio dash gifts you know right before the that we were also talking about dealing with guilt and shame and uh you know dr nita just said some amazingly powerful things very quickly that guilt is only when we've done something morally wrong which is rarely the case and it's usually shame which was most often inflicted by other people and she gave us a tip for getting out of that fast. Well, can we pick up with that, Dr. Anita? Absolutely. So um, when I'm working with, and it's very interesting to me, um, that women obviously tend to deal with that more than men do. Men, mm-hmm. God bless them. <laughs> Our yeah. men don't have that challenge. They're like, I'm going to do what I want to do. I believe in who I am. And part of it really has to do with our culture and our society and the, the, the upbringing of what we have done for men, I guess is a way to say it, that gives them the freedom to um, move and be who they feel they are called to be. <clears throat> but I guess part of the healing that we as women need to focus on is giving ourselves permission yeah. to receive the right to actually be our authentic selves. And unfortunately, we as women tend to look outside of ourselves. We're looking for the men to validate us. We're looking for our clothes to make us feel beautiful. We're looking for all of these external things to give us a sense of value. But until you can actually give that value to yourself, and and there's a difference between saying that you're going to give yourself value and being it, and then actually giving it to yourself first. So what you do to yourself, others will actually follow your lead. I believe that very, very strongly. So if I'm constantly acting in a way that causes my environment to respond according to my actions, then I could be perpetuating the problem more so than it's actually happening to me. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. I think we're always training 
other people in how to treat us. But and they uh-huh. also do exactly as you said. They copy how we <laughs> treat ourselves. Exactly what you and say. you know That's what? So we don't always notice how we're treating ourselves until we get mad about how other people are treating us. That, that's so true. Mm. And, and that's really where self-awareness is all about, is I really have to take responsibility. I have to put on my big girl panties and kind of look at my own life and say, what have I done to condition my world to respond to me in the way that it's responding? You know, when I was working as a therapist, one of the first statements out of my mouth every time I worked with a client is, so what's going on in your world? What have you been doing mm-hmm. to create the experience you're experiencing in your life? And then they would always, it tickled me because they would always say, well, my boyfriend did this, my girlfriend did this, this is what's mm-hmm. happening at work. And I'm like, <laughs> and what did you do to create that? And then yeah. they look at me with like, you know, a deer caught in headlights, like, what? <laughs> I yeah, exactly, like, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm innocent, I'm innocent. Yeah. No, and then once we peel it all apart, yeah. once we peel it all apart, they all begin to say, wow, I never really took that much responsibility or really took the time to pay attention to how much I am influencing what's happening in my life. And I didn't. I mean, let me be very transparent. I didn't. I was blaming everybody else because of, woe is me, this is what's happening to me. I've been a good person. I've done all the right things, and yet my world is this way because I've conditioned myself to believe something that's not necessarily the truth. Once I, I think we we brought up that way. We're brought up learning to blame the uh, the rest of the world, and you know, in fact, um, I, I know with my clients, there there's some hesitation at first to take full responsibility, yeah. up until they realize what incredible freedom that allows them, and right. how it gets means you can completely change the whole picture, very fast. In fact, too, and right. you know, then it's. Off to the races. <laughs> right. And I know someone out there is probably listening and saying, well, I was sexually abused. Do I take responsibility for that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my response is, no, you don't take responsibility for the action against you. You uh-huh. do have to take responsibility for what you've done after it. In your own head, you could, right? In your own, whatever's going on in your own head, whatever's going on around you. You're responsible for that. What happened to you, you are not responsible for that. That was never your fault. It should have never even happened. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, since it did, now we have to change the way you interact with it, what you think about it, how you process it. We have to reframe it so intensely and powerfully so that it no longer has power over you, but you have power over it. And that's when things in life starts to change, when you start to take your power back. Until you do that, you really actually are hurting yourself because you're judging yourself, too. And that's right. really where other people um, get their permission to judge you because exactly. you are. And I know that that's the most, for me, that's been the most empowering thing. I was also abused as a very small child. And I judged myself intensely because I didn't know it wasn't my fault. I just right. knew something was wrong, and right. I couldn't talk to anybody about it, and I didn't right. know what to do about it, and n- nobody could help me because they didn't know. And, you know, and I just had really uncomfortable and disgusting feelings about myself. And right. it wasn't until, you know, actually really pretty recently, to be honest, that I totally cleared it for myself to where mm-hmm. I don't have judgments uh, of myself and the freedom of that was so empowering that I can feel your passion for wanting to share that with the young women. But here's what's so beautiful about what you just said is when I took responsibility for it. When you're a child, you don't have the ability to make decisions to help protect you, to help move you forward, to help heal you. But now that you're an adult, you have all the power in the world you need to make the decision, that word decision means again, <clears throat> to reach that definite conclusion on the inside that I am enough, that I get to decide who I am and how I choose to live my life now and this point today moving forward. And just making that decision alone, just saying that to yourself can really start moving you, creating the momentum you need to move in the direction 
of your dreams and your desires by just saying, I choose to say that I have the power to make the decision for my life now. And, and that alone is healing. It's so empowering, absolutely. Yes, it is. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask to catapult you into talking about self forgiveness and self acceptance right now because I think it's, um, it's so liberating. The decision, mm-hmm. the empowerment of being able to choose your own life is huge, no doubt. And what are the keys? So um, I can't take credit for this part when it comes to self-forgiveness. I heard this from (laughs) one of my mentors, and I've held on to it ever since because I just thought it was probably the best way of describing forgiveness ever. And what he said was um, was Dr. Ted Mortar Sr., and he was a chiropractor working at USC, and he said um, unforgiveness was one of, outside of stress, but unforgiveness was one of the key emotional, um, what word did he use? I can't think of the word he used, but I'll just say challenges for right now that really interfered with people's physical and mental wellness. And so he developed these five particular steps to going through self-forgiveness. And the first one was um, acknowledging the story. So whatever the story is, that puts you in a place where you feel this level of unforgiveness. My father abused me. My mother abused me. um, I was betrayed by my boss, by my friends, whatever the situation is. So I acknowledge that this is the truth. Here is the story. This is what happened. I'm not going to deny it. I'm not going to add to it. I'm not going to take away from it. This is the story. Here's the facts, if you will. Step number two is once I've acknowledged the fact, then I have to be willing to learn from that experience. What have I learned from this? Why did this happen? And is there something I'm supposed to learn from it? And then the third step is, um, if there were others involved in it, I forgive them and I give them permission to forgive me. Because if I don't forgive them, I'm holding on to the story. Mm -hmm. I'm holding on to not learning the lesson, and it blocks my ability to receive the good that's supposed to be coming in. So I'm choosing to forgive that person. And I give that person because I could have unconsciously done something that hurt them, that caused them to respond in a certain way to me. So I'm going to Mm -hmm. give them permission to forgive me as well. The fourth step then is, after all that, I choose to forgive myself for maybe holding on to the lie, the story, um, the, the resentment that I have towards that person, the judgment that I have towards that person, I choose to forgive myself for holding on to it longer than I needed to. Because mm. at this point, he says, when we're holding on to it, whether consciously or unconsciously, we actually start to, the body actually starts to respond, and yeah. we start to have physiological problems. We start to have problems with insomnia. Our immune system starts to fall apart. Um, oh, yeah. We struggle with depression. We struggle with, you know, frustration, un- unable to focus or concentrate, things like that. Can actually oh, it to builds up to heart disease it. and cancer, too, ultimately. Oh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, it could kill us. <laughs> absolutely, real. absolutely. It could kill you. So then he says, once you forgive yourself, the body will actually very quickly start to heal itself. Because it's now mm. releasing this negative energy that's actually like paper cuts. And we all know a paper cut sometimes can feel a whole lot worse yes. than an actual cut. These little nicks that we have inside is what unforgiveness does to us energetically and biologically. So once we forgive ourselves and we start to heal, then the fifth step is I choose to let go. I choose to say the story, the story no longer has power over me. So those are the five steps of really working through forgiveness, knowing the story, mm. learning the lesson, forgiving Choosing the other person. Choosing to let go after we forgive our, mm-hmm. everyone else and then ourselves. We choose to let right. go, and that's the liberation. How empowering. That's so beautiful. Um, we are going to take another break, and I'd like to invite you to come back and um, receive more gifts and um, I will be probably mostly wrapping up alone with gifts for you and some other tips. So please join us. 
Voice America Women's Channel, a leader in the forward movement of women's success. Have you ever wondered what is this place and how did I get here? Or even how can I exist here finding some happiness and fulfillment? Yeah, me too. Life is an unscripted adventure, and I invite you to join me on mine. Together, we're going to meet some really cool people, and not your usual suspects either. These people are doing it. They're living happy, fulfilled lives, changing the world, changing their communities, or even just changing themselves. And I know they'll inspire you to do the same. Life Unscripted with Betsy Chassie can be heard live every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. You can become your own personal GPS of your finances and your life. Check out Journey to Balancing Your Life with Brandy T. Jones. Brandy speaks from her experiences as a single mom who couldn't always make ends meet, but always provided for her young daughter. Today, she can help you take that step and claim your personal and financial worth. It's time for your freedom. Listen for Journey to Balancing Your Life every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. This is the Voice America Women's Channel, where your success is limitless. You are tuned in to Infinitely Powerful Women with Dr. Julianne Blake. We'd love to hear from you on the program today. Just email your quick questions to Julianne at ChooseJoyAnyway.com. That's J-U-L-I-A-N-N-E at ChooseJoyAnyway.com. Now back to Infinitely Powerful Women. Hello. Happy to have you with us again. Um, Dr. Anita has just detailed a whole way to move into self-forgiveness and letting go of the stories that have actually run our lives for really a good long time since we were little children. Um, and I, I, I'm so excited about the freedom that's possible there. So I'm going to ask her again um, to give you a way to actually put that into action that you can take with you and then um, I will add some more to it when she does. So, Dr. Anita. Well, what Dr. Juliet and I were talking about at the end was, you know, what is one of the ways that you can begin to really implement this idea of I am enough? And one of the challenges that I gave my clients all the time and have utilized for myself is when you get a chance, maybe just one minute a day, and if you can do it longer, that's even better. But find a beautiful, gorgeous mirror that you could stand in front of. I love mirrors. The bigger, the better. <laughs> that's just me. Um, just because I like looking at myself. I don't know if I should say that out loud, but it's true. Oh, and, beautiful. You know, that's beautiful that you can say that out loud. I love that. Yeah, I do. I love mirrors. They just fascinate me for some reason. Anyways, um, but standing in front of a mirror and looking eye to eye or soul to soul, mm-hmm. and then declaring, I am enough, you are enough, we are enough. And when you can say those three things at least one minute um, to yourself every single day, you will literally start to shift the way you think about things, the way you feel about things. You'll shift about how you believe about yourself. It'll all start to shift because you're actually, one, speaking these words into existence, Two, you're speaking it to yourself, and you're including all three aspects of who you are, body, soul, spirit, I, you, we. You know what, and you're treating yourself with deep, positive regard. And you know what, Mm -hmm. I just think I learned really the secret of using a mirror. You, You know what, you inspired this, Anita, I just love it. It's like, you know, when we look in the mirror, most people don't really want to do this kind of stuff. Right. Um, a lot of my clients don't. And, oh, I don't know. And really, and um, because I have people do a mirror exercise where we actually say, I love you to, to yourself mm-hmm. in the mirror. And what makes it hard is really our tendency that we've been, that we've been taught in our culture since the beginning of time to be always focused on our flaws. Like if you look in the mirror and you're just looking at 
what's wrong with your skin and are there any pimples and where's the hair in the wrong place and what's wrong with the shape of your nose and are your ears too high or low, whatever, you know, all, all, the, all the problems, the wrinkles and the sags, you know, whatever it might be um, that you are negative about, you're not going to want to do that. But if you think of that person in the mirror as somebody who really loves you, as somebody who you really unconditionally support, you're not going to be concerned about it at all. You're going to look forward to having that interaction. And I think that is the key. So yes, I would absolutely encourage you to look in the mirror, say I am enough, you are enough, we are enough. If you have the strong enough intention to stay and look at considering, you know, really a love relationship with yourself and say, I love you, I support you, no matter what. I'll be there for you no matter what. Doesn't matter what anybody else says, thinks, or does. I will totally be there for you. I completely and unconditionally love and respect you exactly the way you are. And so when you can have that moment with yourself, it's complete freedom. It's absolutely getting that message that we all always wanted from the beginning, from our perfect parent that wasn't there, you know, or from that angel that we really wished were there, or our fairy godmother, whoever it might have been. And for you, it might be a spiritual mentor or somebody that you absolutely know has your highest possible regard at heart always, no matter what. You deserve that. So try giving it to yourself. Anything you'd like to add, Dr. Anita? I, everything you said was so beautiful and so powerful, and I definitely agree with you 100%. And another real quick tip that could help you really establish and, and um, solidify, I guess is the word I'll use for right now, the whole idea of declaring I am enough, is using EFT, Emotional Freedom Technique, which is basically tapping, yes. and then tapping yes. in I am enough on a regular basis. You can go to YouTube and buy you know, different practitioners who use it. I personally like Brad Yates, Y-A-T-E-S. He's fantastic from my perspective. Okay. Oh, that's so a good tip. He could be a resource to use um, to help you tap in I am enough. And if you want to go deeper with Dr. Anita Jackson or myself, Dr. Julianne Blake, please go to um, the gift page on choosejoyanyway.com forward slash radio-gifts, and also I have a new website coming up now, which is just being developed, so it's very new, but it's endlessenergynow.com. And on that page, you'll see uh, an opportunity in the upper right-hand corner to get a free guided visualization, which you can, you can listen to and you can download it. Um, that it's less than eight minutes that will take you through releasing every major stress and fueling you, as we've been talking about, with support and love and everything that you need to go through. Also, on that page, endlessenergynow.com, which is the homepage, there's an opportunity, if you're so inclined, to apply very gently and quickly for a breakthrough, endless energy breakthrough session with me, um, which is complimentary or free. And I will take some a short period of time with you to really see what's in your life and your energy field that can be cleared to, to open you up to be able to live your fabulous, most productive and energetic lifestyle and to have all the energy you need to get lots done in a short amount of time to be able to make the income you always wanted with less effort so that you have time left over to spend it with your children, your family, the people you love, and to really be able to get what you need to get done, done.
easily and quickly. And with a lot of joy because you're fueling yourself instead of draining yourself. And you can turn that stress into energy and joy. So you deserve to be everything you can possibly be in the world and to do it with results and with joy. Very best to you. Thank you for listening this week. Please join Dr. Julianne Blake for another edition on Infinitely Powerful Women next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. We can't wait to have you join us again next week. tall enough, short enough, whatever enough, you know. And, um, and you know, I just realized it's really funny. Like our, um, it, it's not funny, funny, but it's, it's just stunning, actually, to me that, mm-hmm. that we all have this, like, little shrinking violet that is afraid that we're just not worthy and we don't deserve to be really loved, to receive, mm-hmm. you know, the, income we want to be taken care of and to um you know to be healthy and happy it's it's such a cornerstone and yet we were designed spiritually energetically biologically as amazing human beings and in that creation we are more than enough but Mm. because we don't understand our worth and our value from our spiritual, biological, or spiritual, energetic, biological perspective, we really don't understand the power of that. It's hard for us to believe that we are enough just in that part of who we are as human beings and as spiritual beings. It's true. It's this. It's really the spiritual, like, uh, dilemma in a way, really, to recognize that we really are divine, and in divineness, we're mm-hmm. totally enough. When we can really get there, we we know we're enough, and it's not it is it's not sort of a mental argument anymore, um, and it's not something anybody else's opinion matters about anymore. It's just the truth, and that's a very deep recognition and acceptance. That's very beautiful to me. That's so healing. It's really the bottom line of healing, in my experience. Absolutely, absolutely. Boy, so how do you um, use it at this time? I know you have a new book, and that's the title, is it not? No, actually, I I don't have a book by that title yet. We are working on creating an anthology that talks about I Am Enough. The the whole I Am Enough Institute side, um, long story made short in the few seconds that I've got left, is to, it started really at the I'm Enough, at, like I said, Cal Poly Pomona University, and then from there we created the I'm Enough magazine, and the intention is, I have such a heart's desire to really support young women in not going through the challenges that we more mature women have already gone through because mm-hmm. of this concept of not feeling good enough. So we're refocusing the whole concept of the IMNF Institute and the IMNF magazine and really focusing it on college women. We're actually working with a university right now, Cal Poly Pomona more specifically, and a few other colleges in creating um, an actual movement on college campuses by launching the new IMNF magazine will be now geared towards college women. And we've created a mentorship program that we're going to be launching on the campus as well. And um, mm. we're working on creating a Young Women's I'm Enough TV show. So uh, quite a few things that we're working on to really support our young women in knowing what I'm Enough means and, and what, what are the guideposts, if you will, that will support them in developing this I Am Enough way of being, living, believing, thinking, feeling, and doing so that they can not only change themselves, but they can change their community, their family, their community, and the world. 
Oh, my goodness. You know what? That is so exciting. I want to be part of it. But for a minute, we're going to break for a couple of minutes. And I'd love to leave them with, you know, an affirmation or something that they could do for a couple of minutes while we're while we're gone for the break. Um, Is there anything? I've got a good one. Oh, absolutely. So here's probably one of my favorite ways to really implement I'm enough into your body. So if all of you would be willing to stand up and stand with your feet about shoulder length apart so that you're leveled and balanced, and then you're going to put your um, hands on your hips. You're going to open up your chest. You're going to hold your head up. You're going to take a really deep breath in. And then almost as if you're in a Superman pose or a Superwoman pose. And then you're going to say, I am enough. And when you do that over and over again, it actually triggers something in the brain to start creating a new neurological pathway on that particular statement because your whole body is now aligned in a very powerful, strong position. So all the chemicals, all the neurons in your body shift because it's now feeling empowered And as you're making the statement, I am enough, the neurological pathway changes that thought pattern. That's fabulous. So we're going to leave you with that for a couple minutes and come back for more. This is the Voice America Women's Channel where your success is limitless. Tune in to Patricia Raskin Positive Living on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This program brings you practical and inspiring principles for living a more authentic, engaging, and passionate life. Patricia's guests will give you a formula for connecting, giving, forgiving, and miraculous living. So tune in and call in to Patricia Raskin Positive Living Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. It's practical, positive solutions for a happy, empowered, and successful life. Marsh Engel Radio is the place for asking the big questions at the center of your success. From ways to fire up a lifestyle of your dreams to the most awe-inspired ideas to launch your entrepreneurial destiny, Marsh Engel Radio is designed to shake up the ordinary, catapult your creativity, and give focus to your passions. Marsh has helped thousands, and she's ready to help you, too. Tune in every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are tuned in to Infinitely Powerful Women with Dr. Julianne Blake. We'd love to hear from you on the program today. Just email your quick questions to Julianne at ChooseJoyAnyway.com. That's J-U-L-I-A-N-N-E at ChooseJoyAnyway.com. Now back to Infinitely Powerful Women. Welcome back. How do you feel like Superwoman now? It's very strengthening to stand in a Superwoman pose, just out, hands on hips and um, legs shoulder width apart. I love it. Um, So I'm going to come back to Dr. Anita and just ask if you would say a little bit more about what you're offering to the college women and uh, all the other people who are coming through the Institute and into your program to empower. Um Thank you. So, like I said, the IONF Institute has been going through a little bit of a transition as, you know, I've worked on college campuses pretty much my entire career, and that has been my passion, working with young women who are looking, they are so hungry for role models, for women that they can emulate, for women that they Mm -hmm. can really deeply connect to and helping them know that they are enough, because they also recognize that they are bombarded with different types of messages, but because it, there's this idea, um, a false one at that, that they can't be vulnerable, that they can't take down their masks, mm-hmm. 
to really share their own hearts and their thoughts and their feelings. And because, and because of that, they're holding on to these false truths, these, these truths that say, these, what I call false truths is there's a part of it that yeah. says, I'm a woman. We know that that's true, but I'm not a beautiful woman. So that's now is a false truth. <laughs> so oh. it's like, no, you are beautiful. Does that make sense? I am oh. a woman, but I'm not smart. I'm like, no, you're a woman and you are smart, but somehow you believed in a lie. And so now it's become a false truth. Yes. Oh, yes. You know what? That's so part of our culture, too, to not be vulnerable. Yes, it is. Don't cry in public. Don't be too real. Right. Because people will judge you. What You know what, people, unless you are real, they're judging you anyway. That's <laughs> right. You might as well and, be judged for who you truly are because, really, there's nothing, there's nothing that can hurt you then. Well, I'll tell you from a, kind of a personal, you know, story of being very transparent here. Um, I'm very grateful for 